Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to another wonderful episode of Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by The Professional Black Woman. You can find us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold. First, it is to inspire and encourage you, the listening audience, and second, It is to edify, promote, and acknowledge, or just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting normally live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., but I happen to be in my home in the ATL today. Today is Monday, November the 9th, 2009, and we are here every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so go and spread the word to everyone. Today, I have a very, very, very special dedication. I like to dedicate this show to my oldest sister, Lirinetta Patricia Sparks Wise. She made her transition on Thursday from her triumphant fight with breast cancer. She remains victorious as she exemplified grace, elegance, and dignity. I want to say thank you to my sister Lee for carrying me on your back. That's what she always said. Thank you to the listening audience as well to all for all of your beautiful support, your expressions of love and kindness, and may they be returned to you tremendously in a bountiful harvest. Thank you once again. Now, we want to take this time today to introduce to you our very, very special guest. She has an awesome resume and is obviously a woman filled with passion, Dr. Angela Neal Barnett. Dr. Angela is a national award-winning psychologist, professor, author, and leading expert on anxiety disorders among African Americans. Currently a tenured member of the psychology faculty at Kent State University, she directs the program for research on anxiety disorders among African Americans. Dr. Neil Barnett is also the founder and CEO of Rise Sally Rise, a company dedicated to empowering women with the information resources and the tools necessary to transition from a life filled with fear into a life free of limitation. Ooh, I can't wait to talk to her. Dr. Neil Barnett is the author of a best-selling book entitled Soothe Your Nerves, The Black Woman's Guide to Understanding and Overcoming Anxiety, Panic, and Fear. That's by Simon & Schuster and creator of the interactive CD-ROM, Believe and Succeed, Navigating the Road to Graduate School for Psychology Students of Color. Her work has been featured in national media outlets, including the New York Times, Essence, Upscale, Working Mother, Psychology Today, The Chicago Tribune, Heart and Soul, Today's Black Woman, CNN, BET, and NPR. A finalist for Inside Business Magazine's Athena International's Athena Award, she has been named as one of the 500 most influential women in North Ohio. Dr. Neil Barnett has also been recognized as a finalist for Kent State University's Alumni Association. Association's Distinguished Teaching Award, acknowledged as an outstanding American and been listed with the distinction in seven, in seven now, Who's Who's publications, including Who's Who in America and Who's Who's in Medicine and Health. Dr. Neil Barnett resides in Talmadge, Ohio with her family and Labrador Retriever. After this break, we will return and listen to the none other than Dr. Angela herself. 
This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Yes, yes, we are back, and welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Again, this is Deborah Hardnett with our special guest today, Dr. Angela Neal Barnett of Rise, Sally Rise. It is certainly a pleasure to have her on the show today. Are you there, Dr. Angela? Yes, I am, Deborah. Wow, what a pleasure to have you. Welcome. Well, thank you, and it's a pleasure to be here. And before we get started, I just wanted to offer my condolences on the transitioning of your sister. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Wonderful, wonderful. You, I tell you, your your resume, your work, you know, what you are doing in our community, the example you have set has just been so such an inspiration. And it's really an honor having you here today. I, I just don't really uh, know where to start. It's just what I guess I would ask you, we like we tell you here at Wealthy Sisters, we like to just jump right in and just say, what is it that you haven't done or that you don't do? Because you have just <laughs> made some tremendous strides here, and we just we just want to learn all about you today, and 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 we look forward to you sharing. <laughs> well, what I tell what I tell people is that I have been blessed to do one thing very well, and that yeah. thing is to help women break free from anxiety and fear. And so everything that I do is related to women living the life that they want to live. And, yes. And so that, that's, that's what I do. And, and you know, Deborah, that when you do what you love and what you are passionate about, everything else falls in line. You are so right. You're so right. Um, you know, I, I I can say I've always um, looked for opportunity from school, just like we've been taught, go to school, get that good education, get that good job and all that. It was always about finding money or finding uh, what you could do at that time. But when I was able to make this shift into doing, you know, what you were talked about, helping women and, and finding that that's truly my passion, it's just no no words can explain um, oh, no, the joy that comes from it. No, and, and just all the doors that open for people once they do that. You can't be anybody. You know, if you can't be anybody else, you have to be yourself, and you mm-hmm. have to use the talent that the Creator has given you. Mm-hmm. You just can't run from your calling. Right. So when when did you really realize what your calling was? Because we know our listening audience, we have a diverse group, and a lot of people are um, within that transition phase where they are trying to figure what is my calling and what am I supposed to do and how do I actually make a transition? I'm, I, I'm making six figures, or you have someone, or I, my security is the community that I live in. How can I actually move and change you know, I think I, I can tell you exactly because I can remember exactly when I made the change. Mm-hmm. I've always I've always wanted to be a psychologist since I was twelve mm-hmm. years old, and I I I, I mean I, I did that, and I was the picture perfect definition, like the, the dictionary definition of what a psychologist should be. And then when I was pregnant with my daughter, I, I just woke up one morning and decided that I was going to be not the kind of psychologist that people said I should be, but mm-hmm. the psychologist that I had been given the gift to be. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I was in my late 30s when I really made that shift. Mm. 
And and what were you doing? Before? You said you you were practicing psychology at that time. Were you was, in your own practice? Uh, and I was I, I was a university psychologist. I was I was a college professor, and I uh-huh. uh, and I was doing well. I was a you know I mean I am what they call a clinical research psychologist. So mm-hmm. when I practice, I'm looking at is. Is this the best way to treat people? Is this the best way to think about anxiety in these people? And then I would write it up for academic journals that only academics would read. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was—I mean, people will tell you I was a—I I was doing very well as this type of psychologist. Mm-hmm. 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 And, wow. Yeah. So, but the problem became. That I was, my focus was on black women, and there wasn't a black woman reading what I was writing. <laughs> so that, that, so how is it that I could do these things that I thought were going to help African Americans, and yet African Americans were unaware of what the research said, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and so we're going around. Uh, you know, living bound by anxiety and fear. Wow, and and that is so true because you know it's it's really not something that we discuss. Um, I really in our community um, that that part of it, and I realized from from your website that that's something that you really really focus on at Kent State. How are you able to um, approach that subject and and have people in our community embrace that? Since you know, especially for for women, we are the champions. We do everything, and we're supposed to be strong. And uh, we can't openly admit that we can't handle something. You know, the more the merrier. We can take it on. So, what 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 do you suggestions do you have for us? Well, I, 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 a couple of, of things. And, and the first question you asked me was, how was I able to make the transition? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and uh, what I realized was that, you know, I had all this research, and I and what if I put it in terms that anyone could understand? Uh, and so that's what that, that's what I did. I began to go out and seek speaking engagements where I was talking. Not academic audiences, but audiences full of black women, and mm-hmm. then then I put it. Then I then I wrote the book, and that gave me more of a of a platform. And then we were able to take what we recommend in the book, and take that back into the university and say, here's what we want to do. We know that all the things you've said that are true about black women. We know these things are true. We think we can do some things that will allow black women to know and to tell each other how to overcome anxiety and fear. And so then I was able to get grants that would allow me to take these programs to test them from an from a academic standpoint and then to take them from just a regular standpoint back out into the community. It's it's so important to have that connection too for when you are uh, multitasking as we know, but to have those multiple connections um yes, yes. to have everything relate. Yes, absolutely. Because you, uh, I don't know that I could do it if it if it if it wasn't that way. But the second mm-hmm. question you asked me was what are some things that we can do as black women to really soothe our nerves or to you know to to keep that that fear and that anxiety nervousness that anxiety at bay um mm-hmm. and so the first thing I would say is that we really have to call it what it is, and you said this that we just mm-hmm. don't want to admit that we're nervous or anxious or stressed, we just don't want to say those kinds of things, and if you can't say that you are then there are others that you can't do the things that one is, one can do to help you overcome it. 
That is so true. Um, you know, I, I know that would be very difficult for me to say, even if, if someone says, are you tired? It, it, and I guess it's, it's a fine line there because I always come from a point of remaining positive and, and staying positive and not wanting to give to anything negative and, and understanding how powerful our words are and that we form our worlds with our words. So to even say, oh, I'm stressed or I've got anxiety, but I'm sure you can share with us how our body, our physical bodies, will actually begin to react to the anxiety and maybe some of those signs that we can see, like maybe heart palpitations or, or what, what. Yes, uh, certainly heart palpitations, uh, constipation. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we think we're having a heart attack. We think we're going to pass out. I mean, Anxiety and stress will make you sick, um, mm-hmm. and and while the positiveness is so important, you know, just sometimes we have to take ourselves aside and rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, and right now we're running what we what we're running sister circles. Uh, we call them sisters offering support sister circles. With anxiety, who are, who are dealing with those physical symptoms of stress and anxiety, and one of the things we hear from the women all the time is, you know, I, I just didn't know I could give myself permission to take care of myself first. Mm. That's you said it. Now, how do, how do we know that? Again, with within our community, how are we able to understand that? How I mean, how can how can we share that? Because that's well, that's know, just not. Well, I will I will tell you because you know people are always coming up to me telling me they're down to their last good nerve or you know somebody's <laughs> on their nerves or you know they're about to lose their mind up in here up in here. So, and so you know, and my first thing is you know you're not you know this is anxiety. This is stress, and there are things that we do, even you know, that we do for other people, that we can start to do for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, one is taking care of ourselves. Uh, you know, we do things. Not only do we do all the physical, we get the physical symptoms, but we do things like overeat. Mm. Uh, we might indulge in, in too much uh, alcohol, uh, and we do all sorts of things. I mean. Even things like this, we help everybody else. I mean, you, you know you've seen these women who are out taking care of everybody. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. running, you know, they're chairing this group and this group and they're in this, this, this organization and that organization. And all those are ways that we try to not admit to ourselves that we are stressed. Because if we can do all these things, then we have our lives all together. But the fact is, is that we don't. And so just hearing that, uh, just hearing somebody say that actually says to people, you know, she's right. She's right. So what do I do to get my life back under control? What do we do? Okay. And so one of the first things, you know, one of the things we know is that a lot of us are just repeating the patterns that we've seen our mothers and Mm -hmm. our grandmothers and everybody mm-hmm. else, other, every other black woman in the family, too. Mm-hmm. 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 And so what we have to learn to do is to break the pattern, break the cycle. What I tell women, it's, it's like the way you first learn to cook greens, because most people learn to cook greens with salt pork or some kind of ham or something, all sorts of things that are not good for you. And then mm-hmm. we learn, wait a minute, this stuff is not good for us. And so what we had to do was change the green recipe where we mm-hmm. began using smoked turkey or mm-hmm. peppers or anything or things that were healthy for us. And just mm-hmm. as we change the green recipe, we have to change the recipe for our lives. And that's hmm. the first thing. So we recognize what it is. We change the recipe. Sleep. I will tell you that, that, that you know, black women don't sleep. Uh, you know, we, we, you know, we're, we're up at the crack of dawn, and we're the last person 
um, going to bed at night. And yet we know that getting less than seven hours of sleep actually makes you more stressed, more anxious, because you haven't rested your body. You haven't done those types of, of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Did you want me to go on, or do you have a question? Or? Oh no, yeah, I want to hear. I'm, I'm, look, I'm taking notes. I forgot we we're doing an interview here. I thought we were just on the phone chat. I, 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 I felt like I was like, I'm doing all the talking. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's how we are. That's how we are, your wealthy sisters. We're serious about getting the knowledge for themselves. I can say that y'all get it because I got it. <laughs> But seriously, I want to hear what other steps. You told me one, recognize what it is, and two, sleep. Recognize, recognize the pattern and change the the recipe. Uh huh. Change that recipe. <laughs> okay. And then, and then, what we have to do is see ourselves fear, stress, anxiety free. Yeah. ourselves as the woman we want to be. Now, I'm, you know, now it's really easy to get, to get a vision. I know I've, I've seen some of the people you've had, had on, so I know people have come in, uh, come on and talked about vision. But what I find is that what happens for the vision is that black women, particularly those over the age of 35, mm-hmm. uh, tend to say, okay, I have a vision, and I'll say, where is it? And they'll say, in my head. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and again, the head is the middle school version of the high school locker. You remember mm. the high school locker? Remember the high school locker? Yeah. And yeah, and remember how remember how there would be there were days when you could find nothing in the high school locker? Yeah. They'd have to have locker clean out and you would find things that you thought had been lost and they were just sitting somewhere <laughs> in the bottom of your locker. That's the, that's the same thing that happens when you keep a vision in your head. So uh-huh. what you have to do is you have to write that vision of yourself, fear and stress and anxiety-free. You have to write it someplace, and then you have to put it someplace where you can see it first thing in the morning and last thing at night. So that that image that you have of yourself, you are seeing day after day after day. And, you know, I mean, this is, you know this, Deborah, from your own experience, from the experience of the women that you've uh, interviewed, that when your mind can conceive it, then you start to believe it, and you begin to take the action to make it a reality. And yeah. That's, that's so key to this. So you know what you have, okay? You know it's not nerves. You know you, it, it's stress and anxiety. You know that your mama did it, your daddy, your, your, your grandmama did it, your daddy uh-huh. did it, and probably all 25 of your aunts and uncles and cousins did it. And you're uh-huh. going to change that recipe. And then you've got a vision of what that anxiety, stress-free you looks like. And wow. And to take action. Awesome. Take action. I love it. I love it. Uh, we are going to take a short break and come right back and get some more. I want to ask you uh, this question, and, and I'll give you some time to think about it through the commercial here, because we are taught that we are selfish. How do we deal with that word of, of not being branded selfish, you know, because we don't want to uh, do something or, or, or the choices that we might make to take okay. care of ourselves, because I know that's a key word that a lot of us okay. deal with. And one quick question. Are you on a speakerphone? No, I'm, no, oh, I'm okay. not. Okay, I'm okay. On I'm on my cell phone. Okay, okay, because it sounded like, sound like we had a little interference there, so I was just making sure. All right. Well, we're going to go to our commercial break and come right back. We want to hear your response to that whole selfish question. Okay. Deborah Hartnett International, helping you design your future. We are business development consultants. 
your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from establishing your corporation to developing and executing your branding strategy to website design and promotion. We even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www.debrahardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. Yes, we are back with the awesome Dr. Angela Neil Barnett of Rise, Sally Rise. She's been giving us some awesome information on how we can become stress-free, shall I say. And we just posed the question to her about selfish. How can we as black women get over that, uh, that fear of being labeled as selfish? You know, one of the things that we teach women to say is, so what? Mm. Uh, yeah, you know, we really so what? <laughs> so what? So what if I'm selfish? That means I'm taking care of myself. But that's hard for us to say, and it's hard for us to say. And one of the reasons that it's so hard for us are these images that we have of what black women should be. And remember that some of these images are are. Uh, you know, are, are pretty negative of, of, of black women, you know. Mm-hmm. You know they, they see us as angry black women. They see us as uh, these video vixens. And most of us see ourselves as strong black women. And you said earlier, strong black women keep on keeping on even when we know we should stop, even when we know we should stop. And so we have to set aside that image of that strong black woman and become the image of the woman that we want to be. And so what we teach women to do is the so what course. So given your question, uh, well, people will see me as selfish. So what? Well, you know, selfish selfish black women, nobody likes a, a selfish black woman. Well, so what? Well, then no one will like me. Well, so what? Well, that's what I do, you know. You know. Uh, and the fact is, uh, well, the fact is that it's not true that no one will like you. What people will begin to do is admire you for choosing to do the things that matter to you. Hmm. And, and that helps you on your goal to becoming a wealthy sister. If you do what matters to you, you're keeping your focus. You're taking care of yourself. And the fact is, is that if you are a stressed out, anxious mess, uh, you're not doing anyone any, any good. No mm-hmm. And so you really have to look at those things and say, so what? Um, because you're not going to please everyone all the time. And you have a vision of where you want to be. And your vision, I think, really helps you do things that matter to you. If it's not in line with your vision, why would you do it? Mm. If it's not lying with our vision, why would we do it? <laughs> why would we do it? That makes so much sense. But <laughs> why would we do it if it's not lined with our vision? That is incredible. Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I whenever I run into whenever I mess up big time, uh, it's because I've done things that have not that I've chosen to do something that was not in line with my vision. Mhm. So, mhm. Mhm. So, yes. Wow, that that is awesome. Now you mentioned your book, and I and I did talk about that uh, as well in, in the introduction. Tell us more about where we can find it and what what we could also find um, by reading your book. Um, the book is available at any bookstore in the country. It's available online, and you can also log on to the website risesallyrise dot com and order it. As, as well, what you're going to find is really a blueprint 
as to how to overcome uh, anxiety and fear. I, I wrote this book because I wanted everyone, every black woman in this country and everyone who loved a black woman in this country uh, mm-hmm. to not to live the life that the creator meant for them to live. And so you're going to find out uh, what is anxiety, what is fear. You're going to find out the different types of anxiety uh, that is out there, because there the are different types of anxiety. Uh, you're going to find out about panic attacks. You're going mm-hmm. to find out about uh, people who uh, are worried about what other people think and how that prevents you, how that's a form of anxiety that prevents mm-hmm. you from doing things that you really want to do. But you're also going to find out very simple things that you can do that will help you overcome this anxiety and fear. And if one of your choices is therapy, you're going to find out what therapy is how to choose the right right therapist, and how to work with your therapist to help to, working together with your therapist, how the two of you can overcome anxiety and fear. Mm, now, you have just said a mouthful. Now, that's something else you know in our community. <laughs> Therapy, what? <laughs> I know. I, I know. Now that's that's wonderful within. So if like we have a professional black woman, and so you're saying we could actually have a sister circle uh, within the professional black woman. That could be something that we offered uh, to to help. That you that 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 you offer to help the women in the professional subset of women in the uh, in the professional black women women's group. Mm-hmm. deal with anxiety and fear. We, we're running one where sorority members are working with other sorority members. We're mm-hmm. running one where, uh, where, where it's a Sunday school class. So we're running a mm-hmm. Sunday school class. So where women in the church are working mm-hmm. with other women in, in the church. <laughs> you can surely get stressed there, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, really. Really, really. If we're in church anyway on Sunday, why not do a Sunday school class? Why not do right. A Sunday, school, a Sunday morning sister circle. Right, so, right. Yes. Wow. In, in, indeed, in, 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 indeed, and we can talk more about uh, this uh, after the after the interview because it would be it would be wonderful to see the professional see one within the professional black women. Yes, oh, definitely. Well, I know I can't be selfish. I'm going to open the lines up to any of those of you who would like to ask a question of Dr. Angela. You can dial 347-838-9278. Again, that's 347-838-9278. You can just simply press 1, and that will let us know that you'd like to ask a question. I'm telling you, you need to go call your girlfriends right now, the one that had you on the phone at 2 o'clock this morning talking about all this stress and drama they were going through. They've got to hear this awesome, awesome woman today. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. You can dial again 347-838-9278 or also visit our chat room as well if you uh, I'd like to be able to ask a question of Dr. Angela. We'll be right back. Do you feel like there's never enough time in the day? I have a laundry list of 20 things to do 
and you still haven't done, oh yeah, the laundry. Are you at a crossroads in your life and just not certain what's your next step? Are you just overwhelmed and feel like you have lost, well, you? We are here to help. Compass Coaching is a personal development company for women. We help you find your path and bring balance to your life. Visit us today at www.mypathmylife.com. We have life coaching plans as low as $19 a month. And take our free assessment. That's www.mypathmylife.com. Every woman deserves a coach. Well, good afternoon. We are back. This is Deborah Hartnett with our awesome guest today, Dr. Dr. Angela Neal Barnett of Rise Sister Rise. She's sharing some powerful information with us on how we as sisters can rise truly from stress and anxiety and fear. Uh, We're just having a great show here today. If you've got any questions you'd like to ask, please dial 347-838-9278. Or you can also ask a question from our chat room as well. Just want to make one quick announcement to everyone that's listening. We want you to mark your calendars right now. Go to the winnerssummit.com for the awesome event that will be taking place March 19th and 20th at the Hyatt Regency Baltimore. It is the winners, not winter, but Winners Summit Conference and Expo. We are telling you this is going to be the baddest event ever. Again, the Winners Summit Conference and Expo, savvy advice, practical application for winning women. We have over $250,000 in cash and prizes. Our grand cash prize is $2,500. You're going to win a free makeover. Some of the topics are top six-figure selling, the greenbacks and going green, making money marketing, the timeless principles of leadership, discovering the power in your passion, ignite your image. I'm telling you, this is a way that you can become stress-free. Get away, pack the kids up, send them somewhere, let your husband know, let your friends let them know, I'm going to Baltimore. I'm telling you, your life will not be the same. This is an event. This is not just something that you're going to. This is something you have to accept. Experience, powerful networking, the energy in that room is going to be so powerful. I promise you, the information that if you apply it to your life, your bank accounts will double. You will see more and more increase in every area of your life just by being at this event. Again, the tickets are on sale now. We're in our mid-registration. It's $159. Go to the winner's summit.com. Reserve your hotel room today. It doesn't cost you anything to do that as well. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss that event. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Dr. Angela, now, I wanted to ask you real quick, uh, what is the difference? Because you mentioned um, the therapy, and we talked about the fact that you are a psychologist. What is the difference, just for those of us who might not know, but, uh, between a psychologist and a psychiatrist? Okay, a psychiatrist has an MD. They are medical doctors, and mm-hmm. so they have the medical they have the medical training. So because they have the medical training, psychiatrists can prescribe medication for you. Psychologists, okay. Psychologists have the PA. I'm sorry. Psychiatrists could also have a DO. They can be doctors of osteopathy as well. Um, okay. Psychologists have the PhD. They are trained in the delivery of clinical or counseling psychology. Mm-hmm. They do therapy, and there are different types of therapy that one can can do. And then they have to, if, if, if medication is needed, they have to make a referral to the psychiatrist. So the difference mm-hmm. is the degree that they have. What you mm-hmm. want for anxiety is someone who truly understands what is known as cognitive behavioral therapy, how our mm-hmm. mind and our actions interact and cre- create this cycle of anxiety. Wow. Okay, so cognitive behavioral therapy, that's, that's what you're saying. If you, you, you think you are experiencing some type of anxiety and you need to determine if it is. I mean, I, I, um, sure, that's, sure. that's the type that you need to look for. That's the type of, you want somebody who does that type of therapy, doing what we think is therapy, you know, laying on the couch, uh, psychoanalysis, uh, is good for some things, not good for anxiety. It's cognitive behavioral therapy that that one wants to look for, a cognitive behavior therapist that one wants when one is dealing with stress and anxiety. 
Now, are you still practicing as well, or are you um, just primarily building within Rise, Sally Rise, with your organizations? Or what we do? Well, what, what I do is uh, I still lead w- workshops and groups, so I don't have a private practice. But within mm-hmm. Rise, Sally Rise, because we use a train-to-trainer model, um, mm-hmm. but I I go out and I do group sister circles, and I do workshops uh, for different businesses and organizations. Okay, okay. So and so if someone was interested, I was asking that, so if someone was interested in reaching you, they could, of course, go to your website as well, but get your book. That was that. That is just a, a seems like an awesome um, foundation. I'm going to have to get that as well. Uh, for for a person to really begin to recognize some of those signs and in, in the steps that you share with us that we should take. Yes, if anybody wants to contact me, uh, they go to risesallyrise.com, and there's a contact um, there's a contact uh, link, and I answer my own email. So if you write me, uh, you get the response you get is from me. It's not from a member of the staff. Oh, wonderful. So, so that way someone can feel comfortable maybe in sharing some yes. things yes. that they might yes. think might be personal. Wonderful, right. wonderful, Absolutely. wonderful. Absolutely. Well, I know our chat room, I mean, the lines are just ringing here. Our chat room is dancing. Uh, I'm going to open up our chat room to our producer. I know she um, was excited as well, Ms. Jocelyn Harrison, to have you on the show today. I think that she may have had a question uh, from someone in the chat room that she'd like to ask. Are you there, Jocelyn? I am here, Deborah. Yes, say hello to Dr. Angela. Dr. Angela. Hi, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. You are great. This is a great um, conversation. And I have my own personal story kind of that relates to this. But someone in our chat room did um, say that they woke up this morning feeling anxious from all that is on their schedule and not knowing why and wants to know Mm -hmm. if it's the same thing as anxiety. Yes. Yes, absolutely. If you wake up and there's no reason for it, I would ask them if there were physical symptoms as well, if they felt that their stomach felt like it was doing flip-flops or if their heart was beating fast or if they just felt like maybe I'm going crazy. Uh, That is a form of anxiety. And without knowing the, the answers, uh, um, right. Like that. Uh, without knowing the answer to the physical pieces, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it's a form of anxiety, and it sounds a lot like that they just woke up uh, in a state of what we call panic, uh, and that is a natural form of anxiety. Uh, it happens when you, it, it happens, and people just don't know why. And some of the things that I've already talked about are ways that um, you uh, overcome it. One of the things I didn't talk about, and what is what we teach people to do, is to build their own theme song. So when they start to feel anxious, the fact is that once the physical symptoms are over, Mm -hmm. it's your mind that keeps you anxious. Mm -hmm. So, you know, every black woman I know has a song. Uh, and so I would just ask, it, I would ask you, you know, remember when you fell in love the first time? What was your song? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, and if you think about that, then that brings back really powerful emotions. And so just like a subject song um, that when you fell in love the first time or a song that, you know, when they sing it on church on Sunday, you're standing up because you've got to go testify because it, it, it's your song. You can have a song for when you're feeling this panicky feeling. And what we know that the song does is it um, pushes out those negative panicky thoughts and replaces them with anxiety, stress-free thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and people always ask me, well, why a song? Why not just affirmations? And what happens when you what happens is when you're in that that panicky feeling that your chat room person is describing, mm-hmm. uh, you can't think. So you can't think of an affirmation. But even 
in the worst case scenario, you can always remember a song. And you just you can just take a song. So we have people who take like a new attitude, the, the old Patty LaBelle song, and just change the words to fit uh, to, about anxiety and, and fear. Or they'll take a gospel song, uh, it's the one I almost let go, and uh, change that to fit uh, the situation in terms of anxiety and fear and being stress-free. So I would say to the person in the chat room, yes, things are, yes, it's one of anxiety. It's called panic, and to get a theme song. Mm. Get a theme song. Now tell us, what's your theme song, Dr. Angela? <laughs> well, I'm old. <laughs> I like old gospel. I like old gospel. And so my theme song is an old, old song that James Cleveland sang, which was I oh. Feel No Waste Tired. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that is, that is, that is the song. Uh, that I that, that that I use, but occasionally I have to switch to "Ain't Gonna Let Nobody Turn Me Around." So, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I mean, <laughs> but I, you know, um, you know, I really do use you use use that, uh, and we change the words so it's about you know living anxiety and stress free, so not letting not letting that anxiety and panic take control of your life. Right, right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Jocelyn, uh, in our chat room there. She's our show producer, does an awesome job. So if you have any other questions in the chat room, just please send it over and let, she'll let us know. And if you'd like to ask questions live, you can dial 347-838-9278. Just simply press 1, and uh, we will know that you have a question. So now I know, um, Dr. Angela, the the you said you're old now. I'm looking at your picture. I I, I just can't imagine. <laughs> I'm not that old, but I'm older. <laughs> okay, uh, you know what? I shouldn't I should not have said that. You are correct, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine that. But just say you might your know, your spirit. You love old music, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I know that um, it must have been just you know a tremendous journey that you've had at Kent State University. Uh, mm-hmm. Just in, I can only imagine um, how you you must have broken some serious barriers there. Would you like to share uh, any of those things that you have been able to accomplish in those barriers and how, I guess, you were able to accomplish those as well? You know what? I, I think I, when I think about that, um, because uh, it, it, it First of all, uh, tenured faculty, tenured uh, African American faculty are are very rare. Very, at, very rare <laughs> at, at, at large universities, and it has again, it has been a journey. There have been ups and there have been downs, but one I, I would say that what has has kept me moving forward is knowing who I am mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. knowing. What I what my vision is for for my career, and mm-hmm. I will say I I believe that if you do what you love, promotion will come. And so I have always I you know once I made the decision as to what kind that I was going to be the psychologist that the creator meant for me to be. Again, the doors have just have opened, and there's been there's been adversity, but adversity is just part of of life. And what matters is that. Let me just say this: I think it's really easy to be successful in this day and age mm-hmm. because so many people give up; they just stay on the couch. Say and that, please. Say that one more time. Wait, two more times, please. Say that again. <laughs> it is so easy to be successful in this day and age. Because yes. when faced with adversity, so many people give up and they just <laughs> lay on the couch. And so if you just keep rising, uh, you know, just eating, then all sorts of doors are open to you. I mean, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But it's the fact that we don't, we forget how to handle adversity, which is mm-hmm. just keep moving. 
Why do we? Why do you think so many people? Why do you think today um, we we have given up? So you know, and, and especially in our community, I think of the pride we had. We we didn't have to have a lot of money uh, to have pride to to want to keep our homes or you know what, just anything to just. Just my grandma would say dignity. <laughs> well, why do you think we just give up so? By the way, my, my grandparents migrated to Ohio and spent 40 years there in Akron area there. Said, oh, that's, that's not very far from me in the Akron area. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's not very far at all. But I just think, I think that we don't choose, we were not taught how to deal with um, adversity. I mean, we're, you know, we're of a generation and, 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 um, the generations that have come behind us, you know, I mean, there, I mean, there was no segregation, <laughs> you know, there was no no mm-hmm. legal segregation, segregation mm-hmm. you know, you know, we're we're post civil rights, so we don't, we're, you know, many of us were not taught how to deal with it, how to deal with adversity, and we are such an instant society. I mean, think about how we're doing this program. I mean, with its blog radio, you can <laughs> access it 24 hours. You know, if you don't want to call, you can call. You can just, you know, send an IM to the chat room. And you can, I mean, we're so it's, I mean, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing to be so in, so instant. But it's also a, um, it, it can also be a detriment because what do you do when things don't happen instantly? And wow. Most, and, and and that's why, that's why. So I just really want to encourage women out there who are facing adversity and think I'll never be a six, seven-figure woman. Yes, you will. Stay true to your vision and keep rising, keep moving. Every little thing matters. Mm, every little thing. So when we stop, when we yeah. when we spend too much time on the phone or when we when we don't take that time to take care of ourselves yeah. uh, when we when we put others before ourselves mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. that counts that matters that mm-hmm. it, and and it still resonating with me that why would we do something that's not aligned with our vision what I, 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 well, I, I am so glad that it's resonating with you because that means it's resonating with everyone who hears, who, who's listening or who's going to listen to this program. And it's mm-hmm. a question I think I pose it because you have to ask it. You have to answer that for yourself. Why would you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. You know? And once you have that answer, then I think... Again, we're going to see women just propelling themselves to the top. Mhm, mhm. Because, like you said, um, even with the technology that we have now, we it is it is so much easier, you know, for us to do and ex- and accomplish the great things. It's the timing. I mean, we we have we have the resources of the internet. Like you said, we're doing this show where before we wouldn't have had an opportunity to just create a show. Uh, you, you that just doesn't happen. But but the internet has truly made it a more level playing field. And but at the same time, all these things give us more stress because we can now multi. Multitask. We can sit mm-hmm. do the interview on on our cell phone. We can watch the chat rooms on our <laughs> get right our, our, our computer. We can make our lunch in the microwave. We can. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can do all sorts of things. <laughs> Slap the child to get out. Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we can do. We could do everything. That's a, well. I'm glad you brought up the multitasking as well because. As a black woman, you know, I myself have to admit that uh, I, I champion myself as being the great multitasker. And if I'm doing nine things, let me see if I can do 15 things. It's like my adrenaline will rush, you know, at one time. How do we actually tell ourselves, stop, what, what are you doing? What is, okay, enough is enough. This is too much. 
I, I really do think that this goes back to your vision and your written vision, not the one that's in your head, but it goes mm-hmm. back to, to, to your vision. And it mm-hmm. goes back to you saying, okay, what can I do that will help me get to that vision? And it might mean even putting your phone on airplane setting, so all you can do is talk on the phone, and you can't talk on the phone and read the emails. Or <laughs> right. But... Um, but again, and because I think about, I, I think about this uh, because I spend time on a college campus, um, you know, that I see people that, you know, they're walking from class, they're on the phone, I, I, you know, they're, they're not taking advantage of, you know, talking to people who, who they don't know who are in their class, um, all these kinds of things. Um, you know, I would just, I, I would encourage someone, even if it only take an hour, just to do an hour a, a day or a half hour day, um, technology free, where you just mm-hmm. pick a book and, 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 and read it and pick a book that's going to be, you know, that's going to, um, in, that it's going to help you reach your vision. Um, but just doing something like, that. Even we don't have to read books anymore. We can get the Kindles or whatever, and then you know, and we <laughs> our books are electronic. Now. Yes, and I was going to ask you about your CD-ROM that you have. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of I that, <laughs> I do, but you know, and that's for people because people tell me they want to do, they want to go to graduate school, and again, um, but they don't. What I what we found was that our students of color just lacked the information about getting into graduate school. So they would say things to us like, okay, I'm going to work because I have to save up the money to go to graduate school. Uh, and the fact, at least in, in many graduate programs, not just psychology, the university will pay you to come to graduate school. So you should not, you know, so you're working, you're, you're working to save the money to go to graduate school because you don't have the information that, you know, there are, you know, we're not talking scholarships, we're talking that if you get in, the university will give you what is called a tuition waiver and a graduate assistantship, so that not only do they pay your tuition, but then you have some spending change or some living money so that you can live on, you know, the, uh, the, the assistantship that you have. So, and that's far easier than working and going to school. Many people have to work and go to school tonight at night. But if you don't have to do it, then here you need to be informed of what of how you can just you know, you have the freedom to go to graduate school, to become a psychologist, to become a whatever it is that you want to be, a sociologist, whatever. Uh, and that you're not you're not so worried about money. Wow. Well, we've got a quick question, if you can answer this in 30 seconds from the chat room. Uh, Anita Paul wants to know, how do you suggest that we combine the techniques you describe with the spiritual or religious beliefs that many African-American women are tied to? That is a powerful question. I might even ask you if you can um, stay online on the chat or log into the chat room afterwards to be able to answer that, because I know we're running out of time. But if you can take a quick second to share something, that's a powerful question. Yes, there's a whole chapter in uh, Soothe Your Nerves, just how you do that, uh, how, how you combine those two, because I maintain that the best psychology book ever written is the Bible, and uh, that there are ways that you, uh, it, there are ways that you can do that, the music, I mean, with this, you know, the, the part of our spirituality is is the music, the yeah. uh, Bible verses. There are stories in the Bible about people who got too stressed out and fell apart. And what You're right. Happened? What, ha- what what the same plan that God used with them, Elijah, anyone, um, is the same is this, are the same principles of cognitive therapy. Well, Doctor Angela, we want to thank you so much. Um, we know that we can go to your website, risesally.com. Uh, any I special events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Any special events are listed there as well. Yes, and I did want to say that because because you've mentioned you were in Atlanta, and I will be in Atlanta on Thursday at Spelman speaking. Oh, wow! Wonderful. Can they get that information from your website? Yes, uh, it should be up, but if it's not, I'll put it in the chat room. 
Okay, great, great. Well, we thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep rising. Keep inspiring us. And and we just look forward to more great things from you as well. Thank you so much. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters. I'm Deborah Hartnett signing off. Look for us next week. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardhead, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time. I'm sorry, you were trying to say something about this. Hello? Hello, Dr. Angela. You were trying to say something. Oh, no, I just wanted to, uh, no, 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 I wasn't trying to say anything. I just wanted, did you want me to log into the chat room? Yes, go ahead and log in. That would be perfect. You okay, can just go to um, wealthysisters.com and you'll see where it says start chat and we'll keep the chat okay, room open I, here. Okay, I will uh, uh, do so. Thank you so uh, much for the interview. Thank you, and I will call you right back from this number that you dialed in from. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm.